Welcome to the Wicked Good TV Show podcast. Wicked Good. I'm Amanda. I'm Matt. And still on How I Met Your Mother, number four, the pineapple incident. Little known fact, I'm allergic to pineapples. That's true. And I am allergic to every other fruit except pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't send us a fruit basket for a gift, please. Yes. Uh, so season one, episode 10. So this is an earlier on season, original air date, November 28th, 2005. I was a senior in high school. I was a young adult trying to make my way in the world. You had already graduated college? Yeah. Graduated in 2003. Oh, wait, I had already graduated college, or excuse me, high school. High school. Because that was my first, okay, never mind. I was uh, in college, my bad. Were you just lying? I was lying. I didn't know I was lying though, so I don't know if it counts. <laughs> You're really older than you say. Yes. I'm actually 50. Anywho, let's get right into it. Let's do it. All right. Um, So we start with future Ted talking about how, you know, he remembers a lot of stories from back, back in the day, but there's one story he doesn't really remember. And Uncle Marshall refers to it as the pineapple incident. So yes. then we're at McLaren's, like always, and Carl, the bartender, brings them over some free shots. Shots, Very shots, nice. shots. Um, he, it's his own concoction. He calls it the Red Dragon, which is also the name of my favorite sushi roll at a place that I like. What's in that? <laughs> uh, I don't really want to get into it. It's a lot of different components. And I don't think anyone actually cares. So, <laughs> um, anyway, they're all like, yay, thanks. And then as soon as he leaves, they're like, we're not drinking those. Which I yeah, I hope not, no. Why? What's wrong with them? That right. was my point, too. Like, why would I would never turn down free shots. And, like, maybe it's strong, but it's just one. Like, if everyone's just having one, I think you're okay. I think some people just aren't shots people. But, like, I don't like shots very much now. But if you buy me a shot, I'm absolutely doing it. <laughs> I mean, do you ever turn down a free shot? Yes, I have turned down uh, a free shot, and that's normally because I'm way past the point of well, having yeah. another shot. But just so. in general, it's like, I never... I almost want to, like, tell all of our friends one night to, like, <laughs> every single person buy you a free shot. I'll end up, like, ten. Yes. We could have a whole experiment to see I what don't like happens. I do this idea. See if a pineapple ends up on your nightstand. <laughs> Better so. than other things ending up on your nightstand. Uh, I guess, yeah. Um, Lily mentions that the shots look like blood, and that's when Marshall mentions that he's convinced that Carl's a vampire... Kind of random side story that they have going on. Yeah, they say he's always wearing black. We never see him in the daylight. He's only there after dark. And then Robin's like, oh, my God, that does that does seem like a bar, uh, vampire. Or, you know, a bartender. Yes. I mean, I was going to say any New York hipster person. That's exactly what they're like. Right. And you don't normally hang out with your bartender, so of course you don't see them during the day. Right. So um, Robin is getting ready to go. And Ted asks where she's going, and Lily's like, um, she's going out with a billionaire. But b- b- billionaire? Yeah. But he's really only a hundred millionaire. hundred millionaire. Yeah, Robin's a little like, why is everyone round up? Um, because billionaire sounds way better than hundred millionaire. Wouldn't you be pissed if you had like $950 million, but you couldn't get that last $50 million? No, not at all. I'd be very happy with my $950 million. Are you sure? Uh, I think I'd survive somehow. Um... And then they, you know, they ask where he's going, and they're going to a charity dinner. Where's Thurston Howell taking you? Yes. Thurston Howell is from, uh, the guy from Gilligan's Gilligan's Island. Island. The the millionaire. Or was he a billionaire on Gilligan's Island? Well, I don't know. He was super rich. Yeah. So uh, they're going to a charity dinner, and Lily says that it's $2,000 a plate. 
really 15,000, but she rounded up. 1,500. Excuse me. You're right. 1,500. 15,000 would be a very expensive dinner. And it's for third world hunger. Yes. <laughs> and Barney asked the logical question of, is she going to put out? Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. I mean, there's no way he's taking her to this dinner so someone can get a malaria pill. Lily was quite offended by that, said that her soul threw up a little bit. That's a, I'm going to use that one. I think my soul just threw up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, Robin takes off, and of course, Marshall goes right to Ted, being like, are you okay, man? Ted's like, yeah, I'm fine. What's going on? Because that's back when, the, when he was, like, just over Robin? or Yeah. They, like, they kind of tried to start dating, but it didn't work out, and, you know, they agreed to try to be friends, um, but, you know, it's not always easy being friends with someone that you're in love with. Would you rather your ex date a billionaire or a model. Wouldn't the model be pretty rich? Not necessarily. Is the okay. Is the millionaire ugly? No, just average. A model. You'd rather date the model. I'd yeah. rather that my ex date the model. Fair enough. What about you? Would you rather date a billionaire or a model? A billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Hey, when you're broke, money goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Solves all your problems. Of course. I mean, it makes everything in life better, right? Right. Yeah, nothing could go wrong when you have money. I think it's not – money, they're always like, oh, money can't buy happiness. But it's not that it can't buy happiness. It's just like not having money can buy a lot of just anger and depression. No, it's – Money's not going to buy you mental happiness, but it can buy you a trampoline in like a water <laughs> and like, a monkey off the you know coast of some private island. I like it. The first that thing you think of is like a trampoline. I was thinking of a water trampoline. I don't know why. I was thinking of like a tra- no, like one of those big like blobs in the water where you jump yeah. off the thing and like if that's Amanda's cool. Rich, the first thing she's going to do is buy a trampoline. <laughs> I don't know. That's exciting to me, and I can't afford one of those. I see you buying like a lake, having your own lake. I have my own lake house. Have with you a trampoline seen those huge like? Inflatable obstacle courses now that yes. go on lakes. Yep, yeah. I'm getting one of those too. Yeah. And jet skis. I like it. So, but I can't afford any of that now. But if I had those things, I'm pretty sure I'd be happy because they'd be a lot of fun. There you go. Any. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but Ted says he's fine with her, you know, going out with this guy, whatever, you know, he's looking to settle down. She's not, blah, blah, blah. Of course, Barney starts pretend sleeping because he's bored by the conversation. And he's, you know, Wakes up and he's like, come on, check out table number four. See the hottie on the end? She's short but has an, an ample bosom. <laughs> and then he's like, half boob. Half boob. What does half boob mean? I don't know if that... Like perky and kind of smaller? I, I was, wasn't was sure if he meant like they were not full enough to his liking. Or, or it's like... No, he seemed to like it though. He's like half boob. I don't know. Like half exposed or like... No, they weren't exposed. We would have seen that. Uh, whatever. Anyway, he wants to go up to them. And so Ted's like, all right, what would be our opening line? And Barney's like... Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Yeah. Now, they're so loud right here. I know we talked about this before, but they're like two tables away. They would have heard all this go down. Was, the bar no, no, is so bar quiet. Is, bar, no, that bar is quiet. There's no. no music. There's no nothing. Do, okay, there's no music because it's a television show. In real life, there would be music and loud chatter. I don't know. I was like, they would hear all of this, and they'd be disgusted by well, the conversation. Either way, Ted thinks it's a dumb idea, which it is. And he's like, no, we're not going to go over there and say daddy's home. Like, really think about this. And Barney's like, thinks about it for about a second. It's like, yep, I'm going to do it. So he goes over, says daddy's home. He comes back about a minute later. Ted's like, oh, daddy's back. See, if you would put any thought into this. And then Barney's like, wouldn't have gotten this seven-digit Father's Day card. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was he was over there for about a total of 15 seconds. I know we learned later what really happened, but I'm like, yeah, you can't get a number that fast, buddy, even yeah. if you have the most charm in the world. Right. So Ted's like, seriously, that worked? Like, he's, you know. And Marshall at this time is also like, Asking if there's any garlic on the menu, yes. still playing up the, the vampire, the vampire thing, yeah. and Lily points out garlic fries, which yeah. sound delicious right about now. Um, mm-hmm. So, the whole point of it is that Barney points out that all Dud, all Ted does is think. He overthinks everything, puts way too much thought into it, and because of that, he doesn't ever do anything. He needs to just do it without He's thinking. He's an overthinker. Yeah. So, Barney proposes. Well, he says he believes he came into his life for a reason. Um, you know, the universe said, hey, Barney, there's this dude. He's pretty cool, but he's going to, your job is to make him awesome. So he tells Ted that his brain screws him up. It gets in the way. It's what happened with Robin. It's what happened with Half Boob. And, you know, he needs to stop thinking and just do. Just drink. Yeah. And so he said, stop overthinking and start over drinking. I kind of like that. That was a great thing. life advice. Yeah. So Ted thinks this is ridiculous, of course, but starts to take the shots to prove a point that even if he is drunk, his, he's got a super brain. He'll still <laughs> think it through all the Don't way. Don't you like, I'm so like this, where like, you just, you check in with your brain after a couple of drinks and you're just like, oh, I got it going on. My brain is all over this. And you're like, there's no <laughs> way I could black out tonight. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope. the next day, you're like, what the hell? Well, that's exactly what happens to Ted. He, the last thing he remembers is taking that final shot and telling them how he's going to remember everything, and then he wakes up in his bed. <laughs> yeah, he says, this brain is unstoppable, this brain, and then it's like a, a screen blacks out, and that's it. Yep. So he wakes up, and he turns over. Well, see, he just thinks he went to bed, but he turns over, and he sees a pineapple, which is an odd it's, thing to it's find pretty in your bedroom. Neat for his- friends to make him do five shots i mean because that's that's oh i would be dead you'd have to take me to the hospital right like they know they're gonna ruin his night basically and it's gonna be foolish yeah they just like think it's funny and he was also already drinking a beer so it's not like he was like dead sober when it's not like they always do tons of shots right and and we don't know what was in those shots either we don't know what kind of shots they were maybe that's why there was a pineapple next to his bed maybe so not only is there a pineapple next to his bed he turns over and there's a woman in his bed and he has no idea who she is or how she got there. Yep. So he sees a drink and a pineapple, and then he rolls over, and there's a girl in the bed. Yeah. Now, this is like he didn't seem hungover enough to me. This, yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, if you are at the point where you black out, yeah, you were so unbelievably hungover the next morning. Like anybody in that scenario, honestly, would have probably just rolled over and passed out again. <laughs> like, yeah, or I mean, you can do what he did, but he just looked so fresh-eyed and like, yeah, just, oh, yeah, like I'm fine. I didn't drink. Whereas, five like, shots. normally you just put, yeah, like what happened last night. He comes out like first of all, so he stands up. And he realizes that he sprains his ankle, so he's you know limping. Do you have you, Do you have any drunk injuries? Yes, I believe I've already told the story, so I don't, uh, I don't need to rehash. No, okay, just a quick. What is it? When I fell off the bench. And, oh yeah, and yeah. Land, <laughs> and I landed on the bench and had a bruise mm. the size of a dinner plate on my arse. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm pretty unscathed. And I did remember that the next yeah. morning. Although, I, well, actually, when I first woke up, I remember thinking. And this is going to sound so bad, but I remember thinking, why does my ass hurt? <laughs> and then after a second, I was like, oh, yeah, I fell off that bench last night. That was a terrible idea. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I tripped a while back, running running back from here to my house. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that but was, that wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, no. It's a little sore. But. 
But yeah. I, I've known people who have full out, full out like broken their ankle, sprained their ankle, yeah, like falling downstairs, and they just they wake up the next day, yeah, and their their foot's like a balloon, and they're like, oh, yeah, because they're not smart enough to go to the hospital. Yeah. So yeah, um, so he's limping because he's hurt his, his ankle. He goes out into the living room where Marshall and Lily are just hanging, and he's like, um, what the hell happened? <laughs> so they fill him in. Um, basically, they they we get a flashback to the bar. Uh, Carl comes over and he's like, oh, hey, how are the shots? And Ted delivers a great line of, I drank all five, bitch. <laughs> and then tells him that uh, Marshall thinks he's a vampire, throws Marshall under the bus. Well, that's what happens when you're drunk. You just say whatever you're, you're thinking. Yep. And Carl then tells uh, them if he pukes. One of you guys cleans one it of up. Them, and that's where we learn that um, he's been vomit-free since 93. Yep. So, That's impressive. That is impressive. Although, that was only 2005, so it was only 12 years. It's not throwing up for 12 years. That's pretty good. From non-drinking activities, I've only thrown up one. I had neurovirus once. Other than that, I, I, I can't. I don't think as an adult I've thrown up. But you normally don't because your stomach's a lot more yeah. developed. But, uh, yeah, I think the last time I threw up was when I had food poisoning. It was, you know. Probably five or six years ago. I don't really but this kind of seems like a, a copy of Seinfeld because there's a whole episode of Jerry's like has a streak, not throwing up. I don't know. Rip off. We can't all be as good as Seinfeld. <laughs> Flattery is the most sincere form of no wait, imitation. Imitation is the most <laughs> sincere form there of flattery. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, this seems like a very short <laughs> night. Like they're just drinking, the shots come, and they just put them to bed. Well, I mean, you got... But then they say it was like one shots, in the morning. Yeah. You'd be pretty hammered. I know, but... But it seems like they were already out for a while. Yeah, I guess they never said that they were they, out so late. Yeah, we don't know how long they had been there. Although, Robin went on a date. The timing just didn't yeah, seem to Yeah, Robin up. wouldn't go on a, on a dinner, a charity dinner at midnight. Yeah, like... That All right, was, that's, was a, that's a goof. You guys messed that up. <laughs> Writers of How I Met we're Your Mother. We're telling you. I'm sure you're listening. Um, so, anyway. So, Ted... Drunk Ted now decides it's going to be a great idea to call Robin. Whoops. Because that's what you do when you're drunk. You call your ex, right? It uh, happens to a lot of people. Drunk dialing your ex is a big thing. Um, and so Marshall and Lily, being good friends, say, no, no, terrible idea. Don't do this. Barney <laughs> is all for it. Says that's what you do when you're drunk. You, you know, you say what you would say when, you know, when you, you'd say what you can't say when you're sober. So... I think you should call him. So Robin calls Ted, and at first she's very friendly. Hey, Ted, how's it going? And he's like, hey, Robin, it's Ted. And then he says it again. <laughs> and she's in a limo. Yep. All, you know, and her date's right the, there. Yeah. And then he tells her how she's been. he's been vomit-free since 93, and she was yep. actually impressed by that. Um, but still was like, you know, I got to gotta go. I like this line. He's like, I don't say this enough, but you're a great woman and a great reporter. You should be on 60 Minutes. You should be one of the minutes. Yeah. So Robin's like, yeah, that's great, but I, I got to go. Um, and then he's saying how, you know, don't listen to Barney either. You you know, you don't have to sleep with that guy if you don't want to. You should just take it slow. Take it slow. He got drunk really fast, too. Like, he just became... Well, we don't know what he's eaten, if he's had any food or drunk. what the circumstances are, you know. Um, but anyway, Lily takes the phone away from him because that's what a good friend would do. <laughs> and so she, he will get it back at the end of class, in which Barney goes, ding, end of class, gives it right back to him. Um, and then Ted goes, thank you, kind sir. At least some someone appreciates the fact that I am not doing and not, I'm doing and not thinking. And now I don't think that I won't not go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
So he says he's going to the bathroom, and as he's walking there, Lily kind of scolds Barney, saying, you know, he's not making smart decisions, and Barney's like, exactly, what's he going to do next? I don't know, but I can't wait to find out, Yeah, which is almost kind of like when your friends are drunk. Super it is kind of entertaining yeah. to see what they're going to do. Yeah. So um, anyway, instead of going to the bathroom, Ted goes over to the jukebox, and he puts on Cheap Trick. Yep. And he calls Robin back. And starts singing the song to her. Yeah. And he climbs up on a table. Right on the table. He tells everyone in the bar that he loves them and falls. At first, like, nobody was reacting. Well, at first he's not entertaining. But then he's like... He's not doing anything, like, horrible. No, but you think people are like, what? Nowadays, everyone would just, like, pick up their smartphone That's and record true. it. That's true. He'd be on Everybody YouTube. wants to go viral. That's all it is now. Nothing's yeah. real anymore. It's all fake. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, after he falls, that, that's when um, Lily and, and Marshall said that they took him home to put him to bed. And he says, was anyone with me? And they were like, no. And there he's like, well, then who's that girl? And they like run into the room. <laughs> How excited would you be if that happened with like your roommate? <laughs> you just didn't remember like who the girl was and you had to piece together the story? I mean, it story. could be funny. In know. the right situation, yeah. it would be really funny. Um, if this was reversed, it'd be a lot sketchier. Yeah, if there was, like, a random guy, yeah. and you don't know how he got there. Yeah, that's true. You don't remember what happened or anything? That's true. Um, so, oh, and then Marshall notices the pineapple. Marshall becomes quite obsessed with the pineapple and how it got there. Who would be that? It's know. true. I mean, it is very random. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then Ted, when they're, like, you know, leaving the room, notices that his jacket is, like, burnt. Like, <laughs> the whole really backside, bad. Yeah, yeah, it's just totally scorched. Right. That. So... They think what a Bar- or Ted must no Barney must know something, so they decide to call him. But Lily's like that girl's alive, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Like everything. This could take a dark turn, right? I mean, it could have easily. So they call Barney, hoping he'll have answers. And when they call him, they can hear the phone ringing in the apartment, and they eventually find him in the tub. Yeah, and they're like, "Why are you sleeping in our tub?" And he says that the porcelain keeps the suit from wrinkling. Who would have thought? Who knows? I've never, I've never. He's tried such that a weirdo. Out. Like he's so bizarre, but in a funny way. And then Lily was like, "Wait, were you here when I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "For a little girl, you got a big tank." Yeah, gross. Um, and then Marshall's like, "Well, how did you get here anyway? We put Ted to bed around one, and Barney's like, "Oh, you put Ted to bed, all right." And then we see a flashback of Marshall and Lily putting bed to Ted. Ted to bed. Bed to Ted. That's a tongue twister. Um, and he's like, you know, the typical drunk. I mean, I've had this happen when you're putting a friend, like a drunk friend to bed. Oh, I love you. You're the greatest. You're the best person in the whole world. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. That the love, the drunken love feelings come out. Um, so they like, you know, they put him to bed. They close the door. They think everything's good. And then he waltzes back into McLaren and says, I'm back, baby doll. Uh, he says baby doll every time he comes back. <laughs> I don't know where that one comes from. Um, and Barney's like, yeah, like, great. Let's get this night going. He's psyched. At this point, what time? It's so late. It must be like 3, 4 you in the morning. You think that the bars in New York don't close to like That is true. But, like, it's still, like, not the bar. This is what bothers me about McLaren's. It's just still, like, this place where everyone's just sitting quietly, like, hanging out. At that point in the night, it'd be, like, drunken fools. Yeah. Music would be playing loudly. People would be tired of sleep doing stuff. Not just, like, they, they look like it's dinner time. True. And also, that one woman's just sitting there drinking a glass of wine by herself. Like, when I think Barney hits on her in the beginning or something. Yeah, he's like, all right, he does the have you met Ted? That's yeah. like his famous like, line. People don't, and this is late, people don't go to bars by themselves and drink wine and just sit, like, looking around. 
Like they're just waiting for somebody to hit on them. Is that what they're doing? Supposedly. This is, come on, Clarence. Get, get a little more realistic here. Well, so that's what happens. Barney sits down next to this woman. He does the have. You met Ted thing, but yeah, he looks over. Yeah, this must be like 3 a.m. Who knows? But he looks over, and Ted's not there. <laughs> he's just gone. Gone. And um, he's actually over by the jukebox calling Robin again. And Barney says, if you call her, I will set your coat on fire. <laughs> and Ted doesn't believe him, and he calls her, and Barney sets his coat on fire. And he screams in the phone. Yeah, so Robin's on the phone, like, what's going on? And then it's like, ah! Like, so, yeah. So Robin's just has, like, no fucking idea. I would be like, are you okay at this point? Like, do I need to send help? Like, what the fuck? And then we're back at the present scene, and Ted's like, dude, you set me on fire. And Barney goes, real sweet wouldn't have gone up so fast. You got robbed. Right. Um, and then they're like, well... Do you know who the girl is that I was in, who was in my bed? And Barney like stumbles over everyone and like runs to look. He's like, "There's a girl in your bed," and Marshall's like, "And a pineapple." Am I the only one curious about the pineapple? So Barney's like, "I don't know who you are." You know, after I hose you down, I put you to bed. So, um, and that's when Ted goes, "I better not have any burns," and he lifts up his arms. Which, by the way, if you had burns, it would hurt like yeah, hell. Right? But he lifts up his sleeve and he sees that it says, "Hi, I'm Ted. If lost, please call." With a yeah, phone like number. they write on a dog's tag. Yeah, or exactly. Um, and and like none of them wrote it, so they have no idea where it comes from. So so they decide they should call the number, um, which Marshall decides that at this point they got to get popcorn. You need to have popcorn yeah. to watch all this unfold. Right. So they, Marshall makes popcorn and they call the number, and it turns out it's Carl, the bartender. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. We, this is where we have Carl's kind of explanation. We get a flashback to Barney's. He does. He puts Ted in bed. Ted's like, you know, you're always taking care of me. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Go into my stables and take the finest stallion. He's yours, and his name is Windjama. Windjama. <laughs> that was funny. So, uh, yeah, drunk Ted is, uh, I think, funny. You know, you have those friends who are, like, drunks. that Like, we're not drunks, but they get drunk, and they're really funny that you just, like, almost enjoy when they get drunk because yeah. you know they're going to be entertaining. I think Ted's that type of drunk. You're kind of that way. I just laugh at everything when, I, you when get I'm funny. drunk. You I just think everything's hysterical. Like, yeah. you could do the dumbest thing, and I would be like, ah, Is that why so you think funny. I'm funny? Yes, I drink to think you're funny. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then um, we're, we're, oh, Carl's saying that, or after Ted puts him to bed, that's when Ted comes back into McLaren's. He goes, I'm back, baby doll, and I'm going to throw up. Yep. So Carl, oh, he tells, he's sitting down with Carl, and he's saying, did you know that the word karaoke is uh, Japanese for empty orchestra, yeah. which I did not know. Isn't that hauntingly beautiful? It is. Uh, and then he asks him if he's a vampire. Yeah, Carl's like, I'm cutting you yeah. off. You need to go home and get some sleep. Right. And isn't home just upstairs? Yes. So it's like, he, it's like he could literally just like throw him up there. Right. Um, and then he's like, yeah, the sun's going to come up soon. Wouldn't want to be around for that, would we? That would be dangerous thing. to live above a bar. I oh think I could handle it now, so but like back in like, the, no, I, I would just be like, I could go to the fridge, or I could just go to the bar. Yeah, one, you'd spend a lot of money. Yeah. And but two, I don't you think it'd be loud because the sound would travel up to your apartment? I don't care about that. Okay, well I do. So uh, anyway, so he's saying, oh, you wouldn't want to be around for the sun to come up, like with the whole vampire thing again. And then he's like, hey, how easy do you think it'd be to sneak into the zoo? I'd like to see some penguins <laughs> like right now. So you know, and then he's he, like wicked ADD yeah. when he's like drunk. And then Carl's like, "Give me your arm," and then he like writes the number. And he's like, "This way, if you pass out in a gutter, someone will call me and I'll come get you," which is a very nice. Yeah, it's a not nice a bad thing. gesture. It's yeah. a pretty good idea. Um, 
Especially when you're that drunk. Like, who knows what you're... I think he should have just, like, sent... There must have been a bouncer or somebody. Just, like, or, just like, walk he, him upstairs. He, he knows them well enough that he could, like, or just call, call Marshall or something, you know? Um, and he has a cell phone, so he could have, yep. like, taken the cell phone and, and said something. Taken the cell phone. But instead, Ted's saying, you know, he says, thanks, Carl. And he's like, we can't just be friends. We're attracted to each other, and we both know it. Carl's like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, me and Robin. And he's like, I have one more call to make. So it's implied... That yeah, he's that he's calling Robin. Call Robin one more time. Yeah, um, and so he calls, and all you you hear him say like, "Hey, it's me again." So me again. Um, look, we're just, who are we kidding? You and I are both attracted to each other. We're young, we're drunk, half of us anyway, and we're only getting we only get one life. So don't be shy. Come over to my apartment, and we'll think of something stupid to do together. And then then we hear like, "Really?" And like, like as if the girl's like, okay, cool, like I'll meet yeah. you over there. So he's like, all right, see you there. Oh, great. Um, so, so he we, he gets off the phone with Carl. So that's now that's Carl's portion. So it of the seems story. like the over drinking is defeating the overthinking. Yes, which well it is. <laughs> um, uh, and then so he gets off. So then they think it must be Robin in the bed. Right. And I mean, that's what I thought. Dark hair. Dark hair. Like, looks, yeah, I thought that right from the get go. I'm like, oh, that's Robin. Right. Um, and then that's when Barney goes for a high five. <laughs> And he's even they kind of look at him, and he's like, hey, those five shots got you further with Robin than thinking ever did, yeah. which is true. So Ted high-fives him. And then even Lily was like, yeah, like I got to <laughs> I gotta get in on this and gives him a high-five as well. So, um, and, But then, now now sober Ted, well, should be hungover Ted. Yeah, like, come on. Sober Ted is kind of like, so what does this mean? Like, are we dating? I don't know. I, I didn't picture it going down this way. And then, then, like, Barney's like, oh, my God, get him a shot. Here he goes thinking again. Yeah, he's again. thinking again. Right. And that's when, like, Lily's like, listen, you, you want to know who might have a say? Robin. Like, go go wake her up. Yeah. So, and then he's like, well, what do I say? And Barney's like, daddy's home. <laughs> they always have a way of things coming back around. Yeah, it's like it loops back. Right. So Ted limps over to the room, and as he gets close, the phone rings. And it's? It's Robin. It's Robin. So he knows that the girl in his room is not Robin. Yes. So he's, he's like, like are you shit, sure? Shit, shit, yeah. <laughs> um, Luckily, then, he hadn't already opened the door. Right. And then, but the best part, he's like, hey, Robin. And everyone's like, oh, shit. They all look at each like, other. Like, you realize what's going on. Um, and then he's like, she's like saying, you know, I think I need to, we need to talk about all those phone calls last night. Yeah. Do you mind if I swing by? Yeah. And I think it's funny. They always have these talks with like everyone else around or they're like, oh, we'll just wait over here. You right. And have your private conversation. Yeah. So she's like, is it all right if I come over? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he like thinks about it, realizes that he's still got this girl who he doesn't know in the apartment. So he was like, wait, no. And then, Marshall's like, ask her about the pineapple. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so she's on her way. And then so now they're like, well, then who's the girl? And out walks Trudy. Trudy, yes. who is Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper from Wonder Years. Wonder Years, also known as um, Danica Keller, I believe is her real name. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. pretty awesome. So Trudy is there, and she fills them in on the rest of the night. Yep. So she was out with her girlfriends, and she was at that table. Yeah, that, that Barney, uh, Barney went hit on. to in the beginning. Yeah, and Said that's Daddy's when we, home. we find out that when he did the whole daddy's home thing, that they looked at him like he was crazy, and he wrote a fake number down himself. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, and he just asked, to, yeah, the, the girl girl to just give me give me your number, and your name is Amy. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was just trying to boost Ted's self-confidence and get him going, so. Right. Um, and then, like, they, we see, like, a clip of them watching Ted when he was singing on the phone to Robin. And he's, you know, her friends all think he's an idiot. But Trudy's like, yeah, he's kind of cute. He's a cute idiot. Would yeah. you Would you like a guy doing that? Would that be attractive to you? Or would you think he's really obnoxious? 
I'd probably think more of the obnoxious route when it, just because if you're drunk, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was like gonna say most of the time, most drunk. of the times when this happens, these people are like douchebags. Yeah, so. and they're just like nobody's impressed. No if they're really aggressive, hitting on you, you're just gonna yeah. get you know, get away from me. Right. So, um, but then we go. We're in the bathroom, and um, Ted comes out of the stall. Excuse me, and um, it turns out he's in the women's room. Yeah, he thought she was in the men's room, but in reality, he was in the ladies' room. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I liked your karaoke. So, like, they start chatting. She's saying, oh, that she wishes she had the, you know, the guts to do that and all that. Wait, another thing is he tells her that he thought he was going to throw up. So she should have thought, oh, he's really drunk. Oh, right, right. But it's funny that she didn't even care that he was, like, that close to throwing up. She said that he didn't throw up, so he was excited that he's still vomit-free since 93. Don't you think she would have just been like, all right, this guy's too drunk. I'm just going. Guess not. Maybe she's a little tipsy herself. Who knows? I don't know. So, um, so he didn't throw up, so his streak continues, which is good. Um, anyway, so, you know, they chat for a minute, and then Ted's like, can I get your number? And, um, you know, she's like, sure. So but that's when Ted's like, why do they call it karaoke anyway? Was it invented by a woman named Karaoke? And then he's like, these are the kind of things I think about. And that's when she, Trudy says, karaoke is Japanese for empty orchestra, which is when he ends up telling the bartender. Mm. So it all comes around. Um, and then we see that the whole phone call that Ted makes over again later, we see, you know, the whole, like, well, who are we kidding? We're both attractive, blah, blah, blah. And turns out he was calling Trudy. Um, and Trudy's like, sure, I'll come over. So Trudy was just looking it to worked. get some. Yep. Um, we, we don't know if they had sex, though. I mean, she's naked in his bed, I think. Was she naked? I she mean, was she just in bed. You just, well, obviously she's covered with blankets, but you just see her shoulder. Maybe. I feel like that would imply just that there's no he shirt on. He doesn't remember. I don't know. Um, but... Anyway, so that's, you know, so Trudy, we come back to present day, and that's when Trudy's like, so I came over, and now I'm really embarrassed. And my favorite is Marsha's like, damn it, Trudy, what about the pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how the pineapple got there. Um, but that's when Robin knocks on the door, and Ted's like, Trudy, I need you to hide in my room. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, that bothered me. Well, it was weird, because it was like, Robin doesn't know her. You could just say that she's a right. friend of Lily's. Exactly. Or, you didn't do anything wrong. Or yeah. you could just say that, like... Although, it would be weird if you were with a guy, like, you stayed over a guy's house, and then he's like, hey, I need to talk to this woman about something, like, randomly that just showed up. You but know. I need you to hide in my bedroom for... Un, un... Okay, no, that's not good either. <laughs> I would just be like, just go, just walk quickly and just say, I don't know. Yeah, well, so she's like, what are you, married? He's like, no, no, no. She, and she's like, yeah, you had a girlfriend. I knew it. And uh, he's like, no, I'll explain. Just go hide in my room. So Robin comes in and, you know, and Ted immediately starts apologizing and, and the others are like, let's go get a snack. Except for Bernie who wants to watch. Yeah, of course he wants to stay and watch. Yeah, um, but they got him out of there. So then Ted tries to say, oh, they weren't that bad. Like, you know, I was drunk or whatever. And then Robin plays a voicemail of Ted and he's just being like, Robin, you need to come out. And he like makes some weird noise. For three and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. Could you imagine if we got a voicemail? For I, I could see myself doing that to you. Me, you know, for, you have, three, for three and a half minutes. Maybe. Although Ted's like, without a breath, that's impressive. <laughs> that's how he sees it. Um, but you know, she's like, look, you, you know, we said that we were gonna be just friends, and now you're making it all confusing. And Ted's like saying, I was just trying to turn my brain off for the night, Nick. Nothing's changed. You've moved on. I've moved on. And Robin kind of calls his bluff, like, really, you've moved on? Like, you know, he's like, yeah, you don't believe me? And then he like. Takes tries to take her into his room to, to show to show her Trudy. Yeah, and he's like almost wants to do like a, in your face. Look, I slept with another girl last night. But when he gets in there, she's gone. Nobody. She's gone. The and, window's open, so it's implied that she obviously yeah, left like through the, the window. Fire escape or something like yeah. that. 
Um, and then Robin sees the pineapple and walks over. He goes, she's like, oh, nice to meet you, Trudy. I'm Robin, you know, because he tried to say she was shy. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. shy. Um, so Ted's like, listen, I don't care what you think. And, he, and Robin's like, well, then why would you try to hide this girl from me? He's like, uh, that's a good point. Has anyone ever told you you should be on 60 Minutes? And she's like, yeah, you did last night. Right. So uh, she's like, listen, Ted, like, just go to bed, get some sleep, and Robin leaves. So then that's kind of the ending. We get a, a future Ted voiceover of saying that he left Trudy a message, but she never called back. I wonder why. Um, and he's like, that's just how life works sometimes. You turn off your brain for a night, and all that's left is a bad hangover and a sprained ankle. And some pineapple, which they all ate and enjoyed. So, I mean, if nothing else, they got some delicious pineapple. I thought they would explain the pineapple. I wonder why they didn't. I don't know. But we do have an explanation. Bow, bow, bow. So... Um, apparently in season nine, which is, this is season one, this episode. So they waited a very long time to explain it. But in season nine, there is a deleted scene. So technically you've never seen it unless you caught the deleted scene of like a DVD extra or YouTube or whatever. Um, but they're with the captain. Have you seen any episodes of the captain? The captain was originally like, so Ted started kind of falling in love with his wife and then basically stole him from her. And, but oh, that's nice. But I don't know. And then Lily ended up working for the captain. So he comes in and out of the show. Um, but they're at the captain's apartment, and they're leaving. And when they leave, Ted sees a pineapple on his, on his like, uh, entryway. And Ted's like, that's weird. And he's like, oh, yeah. Um, that's an old, like, tradition. You put, uh, you put it outside as a sign of a symbol of hospitality. Hospitality. Uh, hospitality. I can't say the word. Um, and... He goes, I have one in my penthouse, in, or not my penthouse, my like apartment in New York, too, or whatever. So that's when we see like Ted has a flashback where he realizes that he stole this pineapple off of this random stoop that happened. Oh. Like, we don't, at the time, because the captain wasn't in season one, uh, we don't know, but, and he takes it back. So um, there's a little bit of a clip. Hopefully we can get it to play. I'm working there, Mosby. Oh, thank you, Captain. Yeah. And um, as far as we're concerned, you stole one thing from me, Ted. One thing I can forgive. Steal more than one thing. Well, that's another matter. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> What's with the pineapple? Oh, it's an old sea captain's tradition to put a pineapple on your porch as a symbol of hospitality. I keep one here and one outside my townhouse in the city. But they, the flashback is of him, and he's like drunk, oh, and he sees the pineapple. I bet they did that in response to fans being like, they where the hell is the pineapple from? They did because apparently I was reading another thing where the writer of the show said the worst thing they ever said was, we never found out what happened to that pineapple. Because everyone wants to know. Yeah, so they wish they didn't say that because it kind of closed the story on it, but they did kind of open it up. But then they ended up putting in a deleted scene, so. Oh, that wasn't even in an episode. It was in a deleted scene, so That's it was like dumb. an extra on a DVD. <laughs> but it was a whole. There was a whole article about it once. Once someone discovered it about uh, what happened to pineapple, so there was an explanation. Is, and oh, actually, I also read that that is a true thing that uh, sea captains do. They put a pineapple up. Well, I feel like in the city, it would just get stolen, so or eaten by Eat, like some yeah. rat or something. Raccoons. 
So, uh, yeah, so that's the end of our episode. Woohoo! Yay! All right, let's get into um, our segments. First, we'll do, let's do trivia. Alrighty. What is the name of the cheap trick song that is playing? I you were going to ask me that. I have no idea. I meant to look it up, too. What is it? It's called Voices. Voices. All I know is I want If you have the captions on, it says, like, what the song is. Ah, uh, fail. <laughs> All right. What is the name of the hundred millionaire that Robin dates? Like the real name or like what they call it? His name. Well, they're going to call him Thurston Howell, but that was like the Gilligan's Island thing. Does he have another name? Is he a real name? I'll go with that. Going with what? Thurston, Thurston Howell. Howell. Eh, wrong. It was a trick question. They never said his name. You asshole. <laughs> it's not fair. I guess it's sorry. <laughs> All right. Who is your MVC? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Winnie Cooper. Trudy. Yeah, she was like super smart, nice, sweet. I think that's cute. how she is in real life, too. Yeah, she just seemed like a cool girl. And uh, she, I like how she handled the situation. And uh, I think it was smart for her to just get out of the fire escape. And uh, yeah, she, she she was a good, it was a good cameo appearance for her. So good yeah. job. You? I went with Ted Mosby because although he made some stupid decisions, he was funny and he had a good night. Yeah, he had a good night. It was pretty mm-hmm. memorable. I almost chose him. So usually he's my least, so I didn't I didn't go there. Yeah. Who, who was your least? See? My least was Robin. She really what? didn't do much in this episode other than answer the phone. I mean, she was really not even around. I'm going with uh, Carl. Why? He was nice. He's a vampire. Bloodshots? Like, what was what was that about? Did they ever say why he was giving them shots? I mean, I know he I gives them a lot of business. I think because they're just regulars at the bar, you know? He was being nice. I think he should have walked Ted back upstairs. Sorry, not just write the number on the arm. Shove him out the door. That's fair. I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next we'll do our laugh attack. <laughs> So my laugh attack was when Barney is putting Ted to bed, and Ted's really appreciative of it. Well, too appreciative. Too appreciative. Always taking care of me. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Go into my stable and take my finest stallion. He's yours. His name is Windjammer. His name is Windjammer. I just thought it was funny because it so it came out of nowhere. It's just I'm, not. Well, I want to say next time I'm drunk, I'm going to say that to you, but I don't think I'll remember. Because I'll be drunk. <laughs> Give me a stallion. I'll try to remember. All right. What was yours? Excuse me. Um, mine is, is, I mean, it's the end of Trudy's story, but it's really Marshall's part of, like, he just really needs to know what happened to that uh, pineapple. Came over here. And now I'm really, really embarrassed. Damn it, Trudy. What about the pineapple? Sorry. I just love how, like, badly Marshall... I mean, I get it. I'd probably want to know where the hell a pineapple came from if no one could tell me. I would think... I would actually think my friends would be screwing with me. And think about it. She's actually, like, in front of all these strangers talking about how she's embarrassed about everything that happened, and he's just like, damn, damn it, Trudy! Trudy. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like Marshall in this, actually. He's yeah. sneaky funny. 
you're going to love them in our next episode, which I'll get to. Oh, teaser alert. Why don't you tell me uh, what your lesson learned was? Ah, my lesson learned is... It's all about balance. Yes. You need to not overthink things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like Sometimes we all overthink. We analyze, overanalyze. Think of the pros and the cons and the ups and the downs. But sometimes you just go get drunk and just trust your instinct. Follow your nose. Follow your gut. Just do what you got to do. But then it's like you're weighing with this like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, got to take a little bit of both of that. Yeah. Nice uh, balance. Too much of either is bad. Yeah. And you? I said five shots will give you a great night, but you won't remember it. Yeah. There's nothing worse than like not remembering like a good night. Having to piece a night back together. Oh, yeah. And, then, and you're still never scary. sure if you got the whole thing. Like, even if you get a lot of the parts, you're like, is there something I'm missing? The best is when you're, you you get up and you, like, trying to, like, read your friends to see, like, did what I you do did. something stupid? You're like, hey, Amanda. <laughs> and you just start laughing. I'm like, oh, shit. But if you're like, hey, Matt. I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't you, so like, bad. You wake up and you're kind of like, you see, like, I once woke up and my camera was, like, in pieces on the floor. Not, like, a bunch of pieces, but, like, broken apart on the floor. And I was like... What the fuck happened? And then I fixed it, and I started going through the photos, and I don't even remember half the photos. So I was <laughs> like, "Oh, wait, when did we take this photo? When did this happen?" So, yeah, the, the worst is when you wake up and you're still like in your clothes and the lights on, and you're uh, just you're just like, you know, oh, you didn't get a good I did not. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So, so kids balance. Yep. Water between drinks. Take it drinks. easy. Moderation. Yeah. Eat something. All right. Well, that was good. Yeah. Uh, what's next? So, number three is The Best Burger in New York. Ooh. Season four, episode two. It's, uh, uh, you know, a brief synopsis. At one point, Marshall ate this burger, and he decided it was the best burger he ever had in his entire life, and then the place closed. Uh-huh. And he'd been trying. but he, Well, it didn't close. It moved, but he, he never found out where it moved to, and he'd been trying to find it ever since. Ooh. And then this, like, this whole, you know kind of like scavenger hunt of finding the best burger in New York. So Sounds right up our alley. Yeah. Maybe we should have burgers. <laughs> oh, I like it. So, some uh, Shake Shack. All, All right. Guys. All right. Well, uh, that'll that'll do her. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I'm not even going to say it's out of context. If you don't understand, it's going to sound so bad. I kind of want to know. <laughs> that was the bath mat falling off the chair. Why are you hanging up your bath mat on the chair? Because I washed it, and it wasn't drying in the dryer, so I just hung it because I was getting annoyed. Fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, audio.